And we're live. Uh, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. I'm delighted to welcome Con Doyle. How are you, Con? Uh, pretty good. How are you? Welcome back, my man. Yeah, it's great to be back. Yes, it is. It is. Last time you were here, you had your buddy with you here. Poor old Ralph. How is he? Uh, he's good. Yeah, yeah. Good crack. Basing it up. Will he be um, around for the summertime? Uh, he'll probably be around at some point, yeah. Okay. Yeah, causing havoc. Yes. Are you going to call him in for uh, duties from on it? Uh, hoping to, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he did a sterling job himself, and Ed did a oh, sterling yeah. job last year. Yeah. He really played a blinder. Um, uh, stage, uh, the stage was incredibly well managed. It was, wasn't it? Um, and just, yeah, I mean, even, you know, given that we, because of technical difficulties and stuff in the beginning we were running i think an hour and 20 minutes late and within four bands we got that down to five minutes or something jesus like that, that's you know? like incredible isn't it? yeah 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 it was not the it, it just yeah, it was amazing the work that yeah let's talk about 2019 anyway um i'm you're i suppose you probably needed a few weeks to kind of reflect on it because i remember asking you on the day and maybe I met you maybe a week or so afterwards and you were still fucking exhausted over it, you know? Oh, yeah. How did you feel initially? Never again? Uh, there was, yeah, it, it's it's funny that there was, you know, I was, I was about 50% like, let's do this tomorrow and about 50% I'm never doing this yeah. ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just going home, being completely exhausted because, I mean, even the night before there was a lot of, Stuff like picking up bands from Dublin, yeah. and I kind of did foolishly did the vast majority of that myself. Correct, yeah. Um, and you know, like loaded in amps and stuff the the morning of the gig, and then ran around like a headless chicken. If the bands needed like bottles of water, I was off running up to supermarkets, yeah. and you know, coming up cleaning the rooms upstairs, and it was just a ridiculous amount of work. And yeah, because like, because people first of all don't know um, about the Friday night. I think it was Damum you were collecting, wasn't it? Well, this was this was after I had picked up um pungent stench from dublin okay. and driven back to cork right. and then i went and drove to the airport and picked up damn from cork is it from from cork yeah, yeah. and then uh, this was about three or four in the morning and uh i you were down inch or beach not somewhere too, down not too that far from here yeah. yeah it was uh it was east it was inch hideaway was where the lads were staying yeah. it was like this eco yurt place that's right really, yeah. really cool place i never actually heard of it until you brought it up and then i came across it a few months later and i actually drove in yeah it's pretty cool it's amazing yeah. uh, fabrizio from uh bisect runs it oh right um, okay yeah, so big, shout out to fabrizio big shout out to, to fabrizio um but yeah, so we dropped them off, and I was I was pulling out, ready to go home to my bed to get a bit of rest before the the big day, and uh, my gearbox seized up completely. So I was just left stranded uh, in the middle of nowhere. For those that don't know where yeah. inches, it is literally in the middle of nowhere. Yes, and poor coverage as well for phones as oh, well. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. So I had to abandon the car. And um, how did you get out of there? Uh, I got a lift from a friend. Did you walk? At um, Oh, it's silly o'clock in the morning, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ralph, actually. Was Ralph, Ralph came out okay. yeah, the following morning. Now, luckily, Fabrizio had a bed for me that night. It wasn't completely booked out. Right. Um, so it wasn't wasn't too bad. So I got a small bit of sleep. Right. But do you know when you're around all day and like flying around all day and then something rubbish like that happens where you're just like, shit, what do I do? 
and um yeah so the adrenaline was fairly high at that point so there was not much <laughs> sleeping so i just took to drinking <laughs> <laughs> and how did damon then get from there to the gig well i i had organized a, a bus um to to pick up bands from there and to drop them off okay so that, um, yeah, yeah that so that, w- that was never going to be an issue right um it was just me getting places yeah. was the issue yeah but, uh, so you kind of had four or five hours, not even that, probably three or three hours sleep for uh, I sleep? think two. Yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. So then straight up to Cork. Straight up to Cork. Or uh, did you go home? Or left there. Ralph picked me up at half eight in right. the morning, and then went up, and we were just getting stuff ready and uh, loading in, and then um, the the equipment arrived several hours late, which is what threw us back as and, well. But it's just the the joys of it, you know. It's, yeah. It's, what can go wrong will go wrong and yeah uh, but see that's why i'm bringing it up because people don't fucking know this you know <laughs> you yeah know, they just show up on the day and some bitch some moan some are just oblivious to the fucking amount of madness that goes on in the background oh, yeah, as yeah. well like you know yeah. so during that day as the bands were progressing like could you get any joy out of it or were you still fucking um, running from a to b to c I was, yeah, it was just pure adrenaline, um, and yeah, like, I mean, um, I was, I, I didn't really see any of the bands, to be honest, right. um, there was, I saw Zora at the end, because, Jesus, because it was the end, because it was the end, <laughs> yeah. and I was able to, um, like, leading up to that, I was able to start having a couple of drinks, yeah. um, but, like, all day, I didn't touch a drop, I didn't eat all day, but I didn't have time, yeah, um, yeah, but it's I, it's just the nature of it, like you know. <clears throat> um, and again, it was it was the first year that I had done something like that. So it was my first ever time, you know, booking uh, that many big bands in yes. in one day, serious caliber bands. Um, yeah, and I maybe a bit naively went into it thinking like, oh, it's just going to be like you know, booking three or four bands, except spread out over a day. And Jesus, it's it, it wasn't, and so, it isn't. Who was the team on the day? Um, there was yourself, Ralph, Anna was helping on the door. Anna was helping on yeah. the door. My wife was helping on the door. Um, Olivia on merch. Um, Sound. And uh, Ed in, in the stage. Very small team. That's way, a small team. Way, way too small for what we want. And, and look, we, we pulled it off, but each and every one of us was knackered at Yeah. Um, uh, but again, it's it's sort of what we signed up for. Yeah, yeah that's that was a steep learning curve. Um, oh, yeah, it really was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, out of the bands that played on the day, um, and you saw hardly any of them, and there was some standout performances right through. I've been hearing a lot of good things yeah. about the <laughs> bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nuts, like. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so I mean, I loved. Uh, I'm going to say pungent stench because I can't. Shirek, 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 yeah, pungent stench. But I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's pungent stench. Yeah. He's the guy who was reading. Like they the surprised me the most because um, I wasn't expecting them. You know, they're yeah. not a band I would come across normally. Put it that way. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of my mates wouldn't either. So they were fantastic. Sodomized Cadaver were amazing. Yeah, they're unreal. That's, and they're that's coming back again. Why they're back again. Yes. They were they were so many people's favourites of the festival, yeah. you know, and they went away um because they stayed down in that inch place as well. Okay. And so, you know, they after the gig they were able to and the night before the gig they were able to go and 
have a couple of cans around a campfire and stay in these yeah. giant, super comfortable yurts. So yeah. they just had a whale of a time. So yeah, it's stress-free. <laughs> they were instantly like, can can we come back next year? Yeah. So um, I was like, oh, I don't know. But yeah, they, they put on such a good show. Yeah, so. King Witch, Damn. I mean, I could name, I, I don't think there was a shit performance in any of them. There was that was just And actually, funny enough, Pungent Stench, because um, I dropped them up to Dublin the following day. Right. Uh, off to the airport. And... They were very, very disappointed with their performance. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, you couldn't argue against it. Really? Um, cause you, well, no, because I had obviously yeah. been talking to people and they were, you know, oh, right. kind okay. of you asking did hear, them, you, you did know, get feedback, what yeah. worked, what didn't mm. work and, and stuff. And um, yeah, so they were uh, a lot of people who said that they were just amazing. Yeah. So I was kind of going, ah, let's look. <laughs> you know, but the bass player broke a bass string and stuff like that. Okay. I think... Uh, yeah, this. and then of course Rotten Christ as well, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like since I was interviewing a few of them, I mean, you set me up fantastic in that room as well. Mm. Thanks, thanks a million for that. I was just nervous sitting down with Sackis out Rotten Christ. I had so much homework done on him. Um, it was a pity it wasn't filmed because I could just see the surprise in his face for a lot of the yeah, questions yeah, yeah. I was throwing at him. And uh, and you just don't know with these guys because you you're trying to establish a kind of a rapport with them from nothing um but like that one of the highlights for me was kind of during the crowd i was in the middle of the crowd and giving it holly for one of their songs and he he actually found me in the crowd and just thumped his heart you know and i went yeah yeah fuck it (laughs) weak at the knees (laughs) yeah fanboy moment and i just kind of went maybe that wasn't for me but all the lads around me went jesus christ he fucking did it he did it for you did did you see that and i went I think it was me, all right. And everyone, it was you. And I was like, yeah. oh, fuck, it's sweet, man. Uh, it's nice when they make that connection. Yeah, know? yeah. And, and do you know what? Again, it was just a case of like, I fucking did so much ho- homework on him. But yeah, look, if if you're asking the questions, like he's used to, you know, going and being asked the same questions every single time yeah. he's interviewed. Yeah. So if you ask him something a little bit outside of the box, he's going to remember it, you know? Yeah. So that leads us nicely into 2020, Monolith. When did you decide, yeah, I'm going to go again for it? Um, yeah. As I said, cause sort of instantly. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I did take a couple of weeks just till the adrenaline wore off yeah. and that, so that I could... Uh, make a, a decent decision rather than jumping into it. But um yeah, look it's look it it was fairly well attended. Mm-hmm. Could have been better. Uh I thought it would have been a lot better. Yeah. Um if I'm being honest. Um so obviously there there was that and it not meeting expectations there. But um Cypress Avenue were very, very happy so they were very eager for me to do it again uh next year this year this year yeah as was everybody that attended it as well well this is it exactly yeah um yeah so i i just had to have a good long think about it and just really go over everything that i did and everything that i didn't do oh you know and just see where we could really improve and sort of make improvements in the lineup and um that's when i decided to kind of go two days um and yeah just pack a bit more in there and mm. yeah two days um made everybody sit up yeah um so the thinking behind two days more stress for you obviously <laughs> yeah um was it just because of the amount of bands that agreed to come in 
No, it or, was because I I don't know. It's kind of kind of difficult to call a one day festival a festival. Right. Okay. In in my mind. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so that that was that was part of the reason. Also, just because fuck it, why not? Mm. You know, keep it not or go anyway. Yeah. What, and Cypress Avenue were fine with two nights. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They were they were very happy with it. Um, yeah. So I I always wanted it to to grow and and to get better and you know not not stagnate. So I figured that it's third year. It's it was the right time to yeah. to bring in the second day and yeah. And go from there. So um, yeah, I, I, it remains to be seen if it was the right choice. But yeah, and I have no doubt that even though I'm, I'm going to delegate far better than I did last year, I have no doubt I'm still going to be knackered at the end <laughs> of it. I'm going to need a yeah. couple of weeks off. You're the one that's bringing in, in these bands, and you're not seeing them. <laughs> yeah, you I know? mean that's uh, that's a big sort of downside to it all right and and hopefully again with the planning that's gone in this year and um you know seeing that i didn't have that much time I, i'm hoping to make time this year and, and see a lot more yeah um because i am you know the reason i'm doing this is because i'm a metal fan and because i don't have the luxury of being able to travel very often for gigs okay. anymore i have three kids yeah. you know um and so it's yeah it's just a pain in the hole having to go up to dublin to to see these bands so that's a big reason i Mm. I want to make this work in cork and as well as that you're putting us on the map as well um isn't it great like to be considered by a lot of european bands that kind of look at ireland and go yeah dublin and then straight away cork will come up as well as limerick and belfast yeah yeah Um, well that's that's galway to a degree but like i mean having a big festival like monolith Every year will definitely help that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's it's Cork kind of disappeared from from that holy triumvirate. Uh, yeah, for a while, you it know. Did yeah, um, did. And so it's uh, yeah, it's like it's been difficult to kind of get agents back on board with Cork. Okay, you know because it's been so long, and they they just I suppose they kind of assume that no, Cork, sure, Cork was a thing ages ago, and it's not mm. anymore. So it's yeah, but um, slowly but surely we've been getting there, and like Mark as well, it's it's great working with Mark because he's as driven as I am. Yes, um, and like even though we kind of do our own things, the support is always there. Like you know, and um, yeah, we've been we've been both making headway in our own way. Yeah, uh, and know, growing it, and growing it, and yeah. and you know looking to kind of constantly improve as well and sort of being open to criticism and taking it on board and stuff which right. I, I think is a big thing you know yeah um because all that stuff isn't personal it's uh you know you have to see it for what it is and it's it's just people give out about shit because they want well a lot some of the time they give out about shit because they like giving out about shit but um a lot of the time they <laughs> give out about shit because they want things to be better and you know mm-hmm. so do we so yeah, you kind of have to take it on the chain and and take it on board and and just uh, continue to try and improve. Yeah, definitely. We'll just kind of go through the bands that are on the 2020 bill. First one up there for me is Downfall of Gaia. Is it? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. I'm always fucking wondering about the pronunciations of bands. I'm gonna <laughs> fuck up somewhere along the line. A German three piece. 
Yeah. Um, they're on Metal Blade Records as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what do you know about them? Uh, I know that they're great live. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, they have been making waves in Europe and further afield with, uh, you know, great reviews of, of gigs. I really like their their studio work as well so it seemed like a no-brainer um they played in limerick with the ocean oh right okay. um a while back uh so they're not strangers to the shore no no okay. no so they have been here before cool um, yeah uh jupiterian from brazil <laughs> Thank you. 
I they were um, one of the first bands that I went after for Monolith 2020 yeah. just because they're one of my favorite bands. Um, and you have a relationship as well. With we have a relationship too, yeah. Um, the Great Depth album, wasn't that paired up with, uh, with Terraforming? I think there was... Um, they were released the around label. the same time, yeah. I think, yeah. So they were released in, uh, on the same record label, uh, Transcending Obscurity. So, mm. um, yeah, uh, the lads, uh, that album is just... It's uh, it's a masterpiece. It's yeah. it's fantastic. So um, yeah, uh, it, that was a no brainer. Uh, it, it was a bit of a kind of a hit and hope. I got onto them. I had been onto them, you know, a fair bit beforehand, yeah. and sort of struck up a friendship and and kind of said, look, I organised this thing in Ireland. Would you come over? To thinking that there was no hope, so they said almost instantly absolutely yes jesus yeah Brilliant. so it just so happens that the the main guy in the band is a, a massive fan of like sort of ancient celtic stuff uh, is it? No? not just celtic stuff stuff all over the world all right, but okay. um, you know celtic stuff would be a big you know like stone circles yeah. and just places like newgrange so um yeah he's uh he's super excited about coming over nice. and so they've sort of uh built a, a bit of a tour around right. monolith which okay. is which is cool are, are they playing away. anywhere else in ireland no or is no. it uk no okay so oh that's cool yeah, they'll be doing a couple then. of european dates yeah actually there's so many exclusives nobody seems to know who they are either <laughs> they're um, a masked entity is it uh yeah 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 <laughs> so there is that level of mystique yeah they're um very sexy ladies underneath all the <laughs> the black grab. So go to Manless. You, um, they're they're very promiscuous. They, yeah, they will definitely try and chat you up. <laughs> um, you announced then with them as well, uh, Elder Druid. Yeah, everybody's uh, favorites. Love Elder Druid. Oh, they're great. You know, yeah, yeah. fantastic, um, brilliant Calgata album as well. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah, it's a great album and getting the recognition it deserves. Well, exactly, which is always good to see. And like they're part of a European tour. Actually, yeah, they're f- they finished they up just there. Finished, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, and they love Cork. To be fair, yeah, you know, yeah, they do. I uh, we've pretty much adopted them at this point. We have, we? Yeah, 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 one of many bands that we've adopted. Yeah. Um So ne- so the next one up, you know, instead was Swallow the Sun, which made everybody sit up. Mm. Um, that's a huge one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, be great band. Um, They're uh, Finnish, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They kind of sound a bit like my dying bride initially, was it? A little bit, and yeah. And then kind of moved on yeah. doing their own stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're fantastic. Uh, they were they were a big get. Mm. Um, so they'll be headlining the the Friday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think they would uh, yeah did a number one in Finland as well. Did they? Yeah, their EP, really? Plague of Butterflies, okay. September 2008. Jesus. Here you go. Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> Got Jamie from uh, Joe Rogan to give me the facts. <laughs> uh, and Verklak as well. Verklak, uh, yeah, d- who just uh, were in Kerrang's... Yeah, number 27, uh, 27 man. 27, I Isn't think, that yeah. that fucking incredible? Yeah, fair play. Yeah, yeah and Zeller Cult as well. Um, yep. A bit yeah, further yeah. back in the... The, ra- sure, the look, rankings, but how, who cares? You know, you don't have to worry about where you are. Like I'm in the top fifty greatest <laughs> death metal bands of the last ten years. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true, man. It's fantastic. Um, they're actually embarking in a U.S. Uh, East Coast tour in May. Yeah, with Sacrilegia and yeah, uh, Spite. Yeah, uh, 
They're doing great things, man. Um, there, there's a lot of Irish bands who are doing great things. Yeah. So they're yeah, really pushing, pushing it. Yeah, I mean, getting to America is a big thing. Um, of course, Dara and Invictus as well, helping, you know, that whole cause as well. It's great, mm. man. Yeah. Um, and they're playing on the Maryland Dead Fest as well. Yeah, that'd be huge. Isn't that? Yeah. I wonder they're the only Irish band ever to play that. I'm just thinking could Primordial might have. I don't know. I'm just, I didn't even check, you know, but yeah. it's fucking a rare um, thing to be on that Maryland Death Fest. It's a fairly like, high accolade. Isn't right? it? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know who's playing on that as well? Is Me. Is, what? Yeah. <laughs> Benediction. Yeah. They're yeah, on yeah. that bill as well. Yeah. And last year, um, was it um, Pungent Stench maybe? Or on it this year as well. Okay. I think I think so, yeah. Weren't Conan on it as well? And Conan, I yeah. Conan were on yeah, it. there's there's quite a few. Yeah. So like I mean, definitely you're getting bang for your buck, lads. Come to Manolet, get bang for your buck. You won't have to go to Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> um God loan. How'd you get uh them on board? Um I well, look, they were yeah, from because they weren't at last year's one. Yeah. Um and yeah, so I figured they're you know they're constantly improving. Yeah. Um, and they, as much as any other Cork band, deserve to be on a bigger stage in Cork. Yes. You know, I mean, you know, it's it's great to be putting on gigs around the place. Um, but it's it's something really special to get them up on what I think is the, the best uh, venue for underground metal in, in the city, yeah. in Cypress Avenue, you know. So... Um, yeah, it was just a no-brainer. Mm. Yeah, and luckily enough, they were available. Yep, which is great, you know. In their hectic schedule. I'd yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, definitely. Um, I think they're playing another big festival as well in summer in Europe. Might be in England, maybe as well. Mm. Um, they announced it. Uh, the name escapes me. Oh, uh, they are playing Arc Tangent. That's it, yep. Arc Tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great one to get on, man. Absolutely. You yeah. know, they'll definitely get a bigger crowd. Mm-hmm. Um getting into them as well so yeah more exposure for god alone yeah Excellent. it's 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 all there for him yeah uh rory um from galway city is coming up yeah um how did you approach him um well i was talking to him about the possibility of him running a stall there okay um and then i was kind of thinking of what to do between bands and I've I've decided to um, like do a sort of Irish only playlist in between bands. Right. Um, it's it, it. It was my own fault last year, but I just completely forgot that <laughs> there should be some sort of music between changeovers. Right. And uh, so yeah, I I don't even know what they were playing uh, in between bands last year. So yeah. I'm going to do up a playlist this time, and then for the later bands on the Saturday. Uh, uh, Rory O'Boyle is going to be doing a set for the twenty-minute changeovers. Okay, so, so there'll constantly be something. Yeah, know, it's kind of um, ambient, kind of drone. Yeah, sort of experimental droney ambient, and all the other words that go to describe stuff that you don't really know what it is. Yeah, that that crack. I kind of like that stuff. There's, I think there's, it's great. There's um, kind of a nice crossover kind of with it. Um, for us. 80s kids as well that like our synth and stuff like oh that. yeah big time you know so yeah, yeah. um and he was to me. yeah he was um he 
played support to uh, uh, Bellwitch when I put the man on, up in Dublin. Yeah. Um, and he was fantastic. And nice. he's he's done stuff. He's done the ritual and twice, I think. Um, so yeah, he's he's just he's yeah. great machine. Um, we talked about sodomized cadaver. Um, can't wait for them. Yeah. Um, I don't think anybody will miss their set. Being truthful, certainly not anyone that was there last yeah. year. Anyway, yeah, they yeah. were just so much crack. Oh, it was old school death metal played oh, it's so meat and, meat and fucking well. Death metal so well, just yeah, they just hammered it out. I loved it. Okay, Mord a Stigmata yeah. from Poland. <laughs> Thank you. 
how did they come into your sights? Um, so I was playing a festival a couple of years ago with Suits there, um, Gathum. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I think everybody will know about Gathum from the last podcast. Yeah, Go on. <laughs> probably. Yeah, it was that same one actually. So we right. were staying in um, Peter from Dumas. He he runs All that right. festival, and he put us up in this ridiculously beautiful uh area it was these sort of cabins with just bunk beds in it but like you didn't need anything yeah. else in it mm-hmm. it was a jacks in it and everything but it was like right outside our door there was this giant lake and you go class. around and there's snakes around the place and stuff it was class but um i we came home after the festival one night and um i was sitting outside just chatting to a guy had no idea who he was and right. I was just like oh we just chatted like oh what band are you in what band mm. are you in blah 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 yeah. it was obvious the two of us were big dirty metalers yeah. so um, yeah I got to know and, and that's Jack Ek from um, from Morda Stigmata so um, I said to him back then I was like uh, cool I have to get you over to Ireland at some point you know and he was like oh yeah we'll, we're, we'll be working on a new album soon so maybe we can do that and then I was supposed to bring them over and it didn't work out but um, they were free and available and and definitely up for, for coming over for a monolith and they'll be another highlight yeah um, black metal yeah yeah since 2004 the next band as well I haven't seen but uh, they're there's someone I'm looking forward to seeing again it's uh, Hate mm. uh, or Hate official I'd imagine just probably a few hates yeah <laughs> in the in the world um but this gang um since 1991 they've been out yeah they've been they've been around a long while yeah auric gates of vels it? it's their 11th outing an album release yeah i'd, I'd believe it and they're on metal blade as well yeah uh from poland yeah. so what's the the thinking behind them they were um another band who were just sort of famous for putting on an incredibly good live show and right. that was something that uh from day one of doing monolith that it was you know if if you want to play monolith you have to be able to put on an excellent show like yeah that. and and so they're they're no different um they were one that i actively pursued uh, pursued as well they're on a massive tour at the moment. Did you see that? They're they're heading off in March. It's like fucking crazy. It's like maybe with, forty dates around Europe. Okay, and they're going. They're on with Belfagor as well. I think for something are they touring with Belfagor? Death metal. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Nice to see another band from Belfast as well coming through. Owl Crusher. Yeah. 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 I've been trying to get them doing for a while now. Sludger than a pig farmer's boots. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Yep. Go yep. on. i just been trying to get them down for ages, and uh, they were never able to. Um, so this time they were able to. Right. I suppose I gave them enough advance. Like, I started booking bands a couple of months ago. Everything's been announced now for no. start of December, I, I think, I yeah. was the last announcement. It was, yeah. Um, yeah, um, so. Necronautical. Um, from the UK. From the UK, yeah.
relatively new as in 2014 mm. uh, Black and Metal again is it? Yeah Okay. Yeah. Uh, again fantastic live band um, and to the best of my knowledge they've been you know it's not their first band they're veterans of the scene over there okay. you know so um, and uh, yeah they uh, so many good reports I've never personally seen them live mm. but I have had many of the English bands coming up because I'll always chat to them and be like okay so who should I keep an eye on and and stuff and uh, their name has come up All several right. times so so who do you consult um like bands that come over here You're, uh, yeah. so you know like when 100 year old men came over okay here and stuff so like you'll that. have a chat um, with them and yeah, go or King Witch yeah or, of course yeah that um, makes sense you know Bismuth or um Conan right? Conan yeah 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 so um, you'll have a chat with all of them and say look Right, who uh, would you recommend? Yep. Yeah. Oh, who should I be keeping my eye on? Yeah, that's my pretty cool. On. Yeah, so look, you mentioned Conan now here. Um, they're playing. I think yeah. everybody was delighted with that announcement. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a no-brainer as well. Loudest gig I was ever at in in a long, long time. Was that the one that we put on, is it? Yeah, it was in Cypress Avenue, the old yeah, Cypress yeah. Avenue. Yeah, um, that was Jesus ferocious. Christ. Yeah, points <laughs> rattling around oh, the place. Oh, my God. Teeth vibrating and heads. Yeah, I think That's I, what you want. Yeah, I think I'd um, ear pieces on that night, but I was still fucking deaf the next day. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, next, another show favourite, one of the hardest working bands in Ireland, The Crawling. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Jesus, their work ethic is incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, and again. So easy to deal with as well. Yeah, uh, but just like great lads. Yeah. You know. I actually um, know where, where they're going to be staying as well. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. They're another band that are down decline inch direction. <laughs> okay. I'd imagine so anyway. They stay down decline the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, fantastic band. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, yeah, just no bullshit about them. Just, mm. do you want to do the thing? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Job. Okay, yeah. let's yeah. do that. So, Kostra? Uh, again, no brainer. Trying, uh, trying to get them down in Cork for a good long while as well. And uh, it just never worked out. Um I've shared the bill with them a couple of times in Suitser and they always put on a great show. Yeah. Um, they got to Limerick uh, last year, like, actually. Yeah. I feel like that should be my catchphrase at this point. They always put on a good show. Yeah, well, as I said, if you do the research, you know um, what you're getting. Yeah. You know, you don't want a band on there that'll just fucking go through the motions. No, no. And in fairness, nothing like that happened last year. So your, or the year before. Everybody talks about last year, but the year yeah. before was much the same. We didn't have the big names, mm. but everybody put on. I actually saw some of the bands that year. Yeah, all um, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, everybody played a blinder. Yeah. You know? And I don't just say that. Mm. Um, yeah, so... Next up, uh, Ungraven. Ungraven, they're from the UK. It's um, John Davis from Conan. It's his uh, side Oh, project. right, okay. So are they black metal? Um, I, I kind of hard to say what they are. Yeah. Really. Um, I haven't heard any stuff with the actual drummer. I've heard some stuff with the 
so it was just John and a drum machine before. So that's yeah. the stuff. But I that makes sense then if it's being compared to God, Flesh and Fudge on yeah. Nail Bomb as well. Yeah. Another great band as well. So yeah, that, that'd be cool. Yeah, and I know John is a huge Fudge Tunnel fan. As well. Pitch Shifter came to Cork, didn't they? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think I saw Pitch Shifter in Cork. Uh, Vehement? Vehement? Uh, uh, English band. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, again, you know, they're... They played Bloodstock, actually. Did it?
metal guitar tone. Kind of more death metal Yeah. And anything but their, um, yeah, great. A bit like Emperor. Would that be fair enough? Um, oh, well, maybe Black and Death. Yeah. Can we... Yeah, we'll agree on that one. we meet halfway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would that be their first time hitting Ireland? Uh, to the best of my knowledge. Right. Um, again, lovely guys to deal with. No bullshit about them. Um, yeah, and still have sort of regular contact with them. Um, they're very much looking forward to coming over. Yeah. So I'll deliberately leaving the last two, the big ones, uh, Cancer. Yeah. Everybody, yes, punch the air with that. Um, that's a great one. Yeah, first time in Ireland. Yeah, um, was that hard one to pull off? No, no, no. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Um, Who was your point of contact? There. Well, I got onto them individually first. Right. Um, and yeah, it was just they said they'd be up for it, but they wanted to go through the agent. Yeah. Which is look, it's understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the nature of the thing. Nature of the beast. Um. So yeah, that's that's what I did and got it sorted. Um, it was only afterwards I found out that it was their first time ever playing in Ireland. Right. Which to me is fucking bonkers. It is weird. Next to neighbours, they were yeah. supposed to play here in the nineties with uh, I would have said Dayside. I would have said that they would have hit Ireland in the nineties. That's what I would have been thinking. Like you know, I would have uh, thought that they were all over the know, place. Considering yeah. Boltrower was there, you yeah. know, all that kind of ilk, yeah. and uh, yeah, and Benediction then. Another great one. Yeah. So that's uh that's it. Yeah, they're they're still as popular today as they were twenty, thirty years ago. Big time, yeah. And Ingram's back on board as well. Which, which is, is a fantastic one, yeah. 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 And did you see Memoriam when they played? Um I couldn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Which was a shame. Jesus, like these lads are turning out and performances still yeah. effortless like them. Oh yeah, yeah. You know. But it's the they're proper veterans. Like, yes, they know. are, yeah. They're so, in it for life. Yeah, so Benediction, um, that's going to be a big one as well. Are they on the Friday? They're on the Saturday. Saturday, yeah. right. So. So, and Cancer, Saturday as well. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. What about ticket sales? Are kind of, is it kind of panned out in relation to days or is it, are people still grabbing weekenders? Um, no, I, I, the reason I, <laughs> I did the line-up uh, like I did was because I knew some people you know, would want to go and see the old school bands and have no interest in going to see Swallow the Sun or, um, you know, Downfall of Gaia. Yeah. So that's why I kind of split it up that way, mm-hmm. um, giving people the opportunity because, look, we, there's none of us... I can only I can only arrange this based on my tastes. Yeah. You know, um, and I, I'm not really one for... There was a couple of bands, actually, who wanted to be on the bill for Monolith who were very very big um but um i don't like personally i don't like their music and i yeah um just didn't want to book them um might have been a bit stupid out of me but it's i I always set out to sort of do that that i I wanted to make the festival that i would like to go to yeah and not uh, like even uh, a lot of the time I find myself at festivals and kind of going, okay, I'll see these two bands and then I don't have to watch any of these bands because I have yeah. no interest in them. Yeah. And I didn't want that. I want people to be going, shit, when am I going to be able to get something to eat because I want to see all these bands. You know? Yeah. Now, unfortunately, it's never going to work out with 
like that for everyone because mm-hmm. not everybody has the same amazing taste in music as I do. As you do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Which is uh, kind of falls between kind of, I suppose, debt and kind of black and metal, really, isn't it? Uh, no, man, I'm into, I'm into everything. But the kind of bill itself... Oh yeah, I, I think there's a good mix. I mean, there's post, there's black, there's yeah. death, and there's doom in there. There's uh, doom as well, and actually, then there's yes. sort of experimentally stuff yeah. in there, uh, small bit. Yeah, and a bit of sludge as well. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I think kind of the whole Cork scene, with yourself and Mark especially, have aimed towards that and didn't deviate, and it's actually been really successful. Mm-hmm. And it's brought guys like myself that are kind of on the periphery. And a lot, I would say a lot, lot more as well. Just kind of going, oh, I'm going to check these lads out. And always, always the the live performances win you over. More so yeah. than the fucking CD or the, yeah, you know, the Spotify tune. Oh, big time, yeah. You but know? look, I mean, the, the vast majority of bands these days are live bands. They're, yeah. you know, um, going to the studio is, you're there to sort of record a, a sonic business card that mm. you can hand to people in order to get gigs and in order to get out touring and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, that's, I mean, I think that's where the real magic of the music lies is in live performance of it. And, um, yeah, which, like, both myself and Mark are sort of fixated on booking bands that are known for putting on a good show. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, so far it's been it's been working. Yeah, it is. And, um, and and that's a big thing as well like you were saying that you know the people on the periphery taking a chance that's like that's something I suppose I can't speak for Mark but I would assume he's the same as myself in that I really want people to kind of go okay look I've never heard of that band but I have a little bit of faith in what the lads are putting on so I know that the band isn't going to be shit. Yeah. So I'll go and yeah, uh, you know, go and check them out. See, a lot of, a lot of Irish metal fans, yeah, they don't kind of go to as many European festivals as they used to. Mm. This is just my perception now. Mm-hmm. Now we're we're going to Brutal Assault um, for the last two this year now and last year. Such a good festival. It is, and sure, yeah, you were telling me about it. You're never going to go to a bill where everything honest you're going to love, you know. No. But that's one of the cool things about Brutal Assault. And like a lot of the time you just don't know what the fuck the band are about. Mm-hmm. And then you just watch it, you know, yeah. and then enjoy it. And that's then then you can fucking buy the T-shirt and follow up on the band afterwards when yeah. you get home, you know. But that's one of the best things about going to a festival is discovering new bands. For me anyway. Like, yeah. You know, because I think it would just be. And I've noticed that some people do it, like even with Monolith, you know, people. I saw people coming in for you know, Ponge and Stench and Rod and Christ. Mm. You're just kind of going, there was a day of class bands. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, that's right, actually. They were coming really late, yeah. yeah. I thought you were kind of saying that they were going in and out throughout the day. No, no. Yeah, um, that was strange, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. just, like, it really filled up sort of later on. Yeah. Um, I don't know, is that just a fucking Irish thing or... I don't you know, know, but I I just don't get it. You know, yeah, you like you're paying money for it, like you know, just you know, come in and watch. Yeah, you know? Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. yeah, you're to be commended for it anyway. I must say it's a fantastic lineup, um, and I hope and I hope that those that are listening to it on the podcast here will go as well. Does anybody sitting on the fence go and broaden your musical taste? You know, that's yeah. all I'll say. 
yeah there there's a lot on it and um yeah i mean uh and you've got your you've got your irish accent on it as well so there's a nice there's a nice balance there's a a good mix of everything and go and check stuff out yeah you might find your new favorite band exactly i mean were you surprised at the amount of festivals that suddenly popped up before or sorry after you announced monolith um no you weren't no um it was always going to happen. Look, metal's been getting stronger, um, and it's been getting stronger because people have been putting in the work in a lot of the cities around. You know, the lads in Bad Rap and the lads in DME and um, like so, uh, several promoters down here in Cork and um, some promoters up in in Belfast and you know a, a bunch of people yeah. around the country have been doing a lot of work. Mm. And that's how stuff gets more popular, you know, because of the availability of it. And there has been an increase in gigs over the last number of years, and it's great to see. And it's also great to see these bigger festivals like Sunstroke popping up. Um, I don't know how long they're going to last. Yeah. Um, I really hope that they're well attended, and I really hope that they go on for many, many years to come. Hmm. Um, but do we have the fan base to <clears throat> get to all these gigs? I don't think we have. No, uh, probably not. Like, there are always going to be the people who go to, who go to everything. Yeah, you know. Um, but I think the vast majority of people are going to have to start choosing between stuff. Um, and look, it's it's always been the way in this country and in other countries is that there's fuck all happens for a while and then it gradually starts building up and then there's a big explosion and then it just goes to shit and then there's nothing goes on for a while and then it slowly starts building Mm -hmm. up it's it's always been the way this is like fucking what the fourth or fifth wave of metal yes you know yeah in this country now at this point and it's just that's that's the way of things, you know. And while I hope that these festivals um, stick around for a while, and while mm-hmm. I hope they do really well, and I hope they're really well attended and continue to bring big bands over um, that I couldn't bring over, for example, um, I can't help but worry a small bit that it this is the sort of beginning of the end of this wave. Yeah, that's what I kind of wonder. Yeah, because you can kind of see it. You question sometimes why people aren't out at certain bands, you know, after everything has been done correctly from a commercial point of view, promoting the show, everything. And still, you're still wondering, what the fuck? Like, how come they're not there? Yeah. Now, there's a million and one reasons, but it shouldn't be down to the promoter being blamed for not doing all he could. Well, I mean, not if they have done all they could. Then still nobody couldn't be arsed because they're watching four or five weeks down the line a big US gig coming in to Dublin, do you yeah. know? Stuff yeah. like that. Slipknot, for example. Fucking sold out. Yeah. How many of that percentage of that crowd would go to Irish metal gigs? But you see, a lot, a lot of them might not be at a gig for, you know, the rest of the year. Yeah. You know, and that's that's fine. Look, there's some people who aren't as and even Jesus Christ, I feel like an asshole even saying dedicated to metal. That's yeah. fucking stupid. <laughs> but 
you know, there are just some people who feel it more and who, people who look just straight up enjoy going to gigs more than mm. other people. And there's there's always going to be a, a number of people who go to these gigs to be seen at these gigs. Again, it's just like there's a huge catchment there. Like, did you go to Slayer, for example, now, Lamb of God? No. That, that tour? No. Again. I don't like those bands. I know, well... <laughs> Whatever I do, but Keep I mean, I was just going, though. looking around, going, holy shit, look at the thousands at it. Like, yeah, look, where are these people, you know, for the other gigs? Man, they've uh, been living in Chinese pipes, you know, under rocks and stuff. Yeah, it's on incredible. that ghost ship that washed up. Yeah, <laughs> don't mention that, Jesus. Um, but yeah, so it's just there is a catchment there, but I don't know how, what's the lightning rod to. To bring them. Look, they don't like. They've found their bands that they like, and that's enough for them. I think that could you know? be it as well. Yeah. Um, they aren't interested in going finding out because there's just so much stuff out there. You know, the internet is a big scary place, and there's so much yeah. music out there that you know they, a lot of people just can't be arsed. They're like, okay, here are the five bands I like, and I'm just going to stick with those. Yeah, and of course we're all married, kids, and stuff as well. But I mean, I'm not married to kids. <laughs> married with kids. Married to a grown up woman. <laughs> There's just a lot of us in that position. And again, we have to pick and choose our, our gigs. When Slipknot and all those big bands come into town, they're coming down from every single area of Ireland, really. I look fair play. You know? And yeah. Um, you know, there's obviously a market for that stuff, and it's a, it's a much bigger market than. Mm. We'll go to places like Fred's or gigs in the Casbah. Or yeah, I reckon a lot of them are aware of these gigs. They are on Facebook. They are on the internet. But yeah. I just don't think, for some reason, they can get it into their heads to go. You know, to actually bring a pal, bring somebody. Yeah, and go in the front door. You know. But look, I mean, we we're concentrating on the negative here as well. There are a shit ton of people who come to these gigs. Uh, in smaller venues and they're there every single gig that's put on mm. um, and yeah I'll take you know I'll take those people um, you know who regularly come over you know a bunch of people who come once like I'd, I'd rather have a room full of regulars than a room full of people a different room full of people every week if that makes it or every month yeah if that makes sense yeah you know yeah, it's just the reason I'm bringing it up is because of so many festivals being announced coming into the summer and this catchment area, is it all that it's made out to be? You know, someone will suffer ultimately because of it, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, like kind of when you were growing up, your main source like me was probably Dublin for gigs, was it? Did you go yeah. too much? Oh yeah, shit tons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would have gone to gigs very, very regularly. And it was, yeah, it was Dublin, but we had we had Cork as well. You know, like, uh, we had gigs in Nancy's and, yeah. you know. Krushkeen, yeah. Krushkeen uh, as well. Um, Were you playing music at that stage? I was, yeah. Nothing really too serious. Just right. fucking stupid idiot bands. And you were um, learning guitar at that stage? Still learning guitar, yeah. Right? Haven't mastered it yet. <laughs> You're zen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah. No, for for the bigger gigs, I would have travelled, but I was at gigs constantly as well. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, like, but back then as well, we had you know we had a metal and hard rock club nights in Cork. Yeah, you know where you could go in and you could hear, you know, Slayer played in a club. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Uh, it's been a very long time since we've had anything like that. I mean, freak scene doesn't quite cut it. In, yeah, in Cork, you know. Yeah, there was like the indie scene came up in the eighties then, and then. I I just headed to Dublin at that stage. Hmm. Were you a metalhead in the 90s, probably? 90s, yeah, yeah. So I got into metal very, very early. I was in primary school, definitely, anyway. Yeah. Um, And it was actually walking to primary school one morning. I walked out and, you know, those really shitty, uh, like, fences in housing estates that were like these little... There's like three concrete bollards oh, yeah. in between these two <laughs> yeah. beams of uh, t- two wooden beams. Anyway, I walked down my driveway and uh, I walked past the bollard and it only registered like when I walked past. I was like, fuck, there's something on that. So I turned around and I picked up this cassette with sort of weird artwork on it. So I just lobbed it into the bag and continued on to work. Anyway, about a week later, I remembered the thing in the bag you know and I was like oh Jesus what's that and I was kind of into <clears throat> Prodigy at the time oh cool yeah uh, which isn't too bad I suppose yeah, that's good um, and so yeah opened the bag and put it on and uh, yeah it turned out to be Rust in Peace um, by Megadeth yeah Jesus. yeah so yeah. still no idea how or who left it there but that was um, yeah Rust in Peace wow I was actually at that tour now I'm showing my age yeah um, Alison Chain supported that tour. Yeah, fantastic. And that just kind of kick-started the whole thing for you, really, then, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. What what year would that have been? Ooh, Rust in Peace would have been 92 or 91. Yeah. Rough, rough. Yeah. I'd say 91, 92. So I would say that it was a new enough album at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, and and that just really got the ball, ball rolling. I was just like, "What the fuck is this? this yeah, is, this is class." And check out all those widdly woos. And how like did you kind of stay then into metal the whole way through, or did you just kind of obviously you said prodigy? What other stuff? I'm I'm into everything. You're um, into everything. Okay, that's I'm what wearing I'm trying a Jethro Tull T-shirt. Right. Um, uh, I love fucking jazz I'm a big fan of Hall and Oates for example um, just how was that then they were brilliant yeah unreal yeah. great job, um, yeah across the board I, I just love music um, there's a lot of stuff in metal as well that I just don't get I, like I don't like Metallica I never have mm. uh, Pantera don't like them um, yeah <laughs> probably shouldn't be saying this on a metal uh, podcast but um, yeah should I keep going come on keep going <laughs> The jaws getting them lower, yeah. no, and you don't like Slayer as well. I don't like Slayer. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so there's a lot of Anthrax. Don't like them. Yeah, uh, a lot of those bands who people obsess over. I've yeah. never really been into. I've always been into kind of slightly weirder stuff. I guess. Yeah. Um, so your persona then for Grandmaster Cash? Oh Jesus. Yes, I want to bring that up. Is there some anniversary coming up on that? No, that was couple of months back yes okay how'd that come about um 
It was uh, a a group of of friends and I were doing a table quiz uh, every every week. Okay. This was when I was living in the city, um, in Sober Lane on Tuesday nights. Right. And um, yeah, so at the time there was a couple of, I think it was just kind of the advent of MySpace and stuff, and there was just reams. <laughs> of stuff coming out from like anybody could upload music and right. so anybody did upload music and there was just so many bad rappers bad cork rappers putting up st- uploading stuff onto myspace so there was one guy in particular um called the navigator i don't give a shit if he comes after me <laughs> i was gonna say i won't bother naming him but the navigator was his name and right. um yeah i it was just the most unintentionally funny stuff I've ever heard. You know, like one song just laughing at pedestrians because they weren't driving cars, you know, and that was the whole subject right. of the song. You know, so, he was like fucking Egypt spy. Were these only audio files now? These lads weren't making videos as well, or were they? They were just audio Aussie, files, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, oh, well, there was... Uh, some videos existed, but they weren't videos. They were just like a static image with the song. It was like static <laughs> image of your man's big chuckle head. Uh-huh, and classic, like yeah. A tricolor behind him, you know. That carry on. Um, but yeah, so I I would go in and, you know, four lads in a room kind of messing. And uh, I just used to put on that accent and come up with really, really bad, stupid raps. And I guess that's just where Grandmaster Cash was born. Right. And um, the four of us, uh, there was myself and uh, Connor who um, came up with the, the idea for Arrival for uh, for Grandmaster Cash. And then... Um, Which was? Dr. Fekenstein. Right. And then one of the lads had a camera and he was into filming stuff. Um, and uh, the other the other guy there, Joe, he was... Uh, very sort of sort of straight laced uh and a very good straight man so it just it just sort of fell together that way and decided to make a couple of uh like music videos just taking the piss yeah of course yeah yeah yeah. um and found out that um i ended up having a shitload of ideas about about stuff so we just kind of all of that that the idea for having a couple of skits turned turn into movies and then we just threaded those together with a storyline and hey presto we were fucking selling out the Cork Film Festival and winning awards for it and shit so it was it's like, mental when was yeah. this we're off be like can you remember um, that was in 2009 when the movie came out okay yeah yeah so it would have been like late 2008 when uh, we started filming and messing around and how can people access that is it up on YouTube or I put it up on YouTube for the 10th anniversary yeah right is so, it still uh, there it's yeah, the full film is there and the sequel as well, which we shot in London. So you made a comeback, <laughs> well, sort of, yeah. Um, and then there's also we did a sort of a where is he now, uh, ten year anniversary, just short documentary about him. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, that's cool. brilliant, man. Yeah, it was good fun. Stupid, but good fun. I'm just trying to think because I did see it, see footage of it. Had you the hair shaven or was it? No, um, I tied it up and stuck it underneath a People's Republic of Cork hat. Right. And uh, there's a couple of spots in the movie, all right, you're just like, I can see the hair tied up. <laughs> yeah. 
kissing like, the Blarney Stone and stuff. You're like, yeah. I can see your hair. You're not fooling anyone. A lot of people that knew you um, must have got a great crack out of it. Oh, yeah. Well, it, the funny thing is that a lot of people uh, saw it. And number one, because we were very um, sure when that was billed for the film festival that we didn't want it to be fil- uh, billed as a comedy film. We wanted it to be billed as a documentary. Yeah. So because it's filmed as a documentary, uh, but a mockumentary, you know, yeah. but we didn't want people to know this. We wanted people to go in thinking that they were seeing a real documentary. Rapper. And so a lot of people came out and they were just like, that guy's some fucking idiot, <laughs> you know, fully believing. Now we kind of, at the end of the movie, there's outtakes and stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah, some people, uh, yeah, really, even with the outtakes, just completely bought into it, you know. It's class. Um, and yeah, a lot of a lot of people, um, like I sort of gave, um, because I was doing a bit of stand-up at the time as well, and uh, one of the, the lads who used to run stand-up nights, I, I gave him a rough cut of the movie, and it didn't have the out- outtakes in it. Mm. I just wanted to get his feedback, and he came back, and he was like, yeah, yeah I really enjoyed it. Um, where did you find your man? I was <laughs> like, what you, what you mean? And he was just like, your man, the Grandmaster Cashfella. And I was just like, what do you mean, where did we find him? He's like, oh, yeah, I, I just, you know, I, is he someone you knew before? And I was like, that was me. And he's like, he was your fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's yeah. brilliant. So, uh, yeah, and like you was, didn't expect the whole way it went in the Cork Film Festival. Like, no. That's just mind blowing. But there was a lot of stuff like I... Look, it's fucking 10 years after the film came out. I, yeah. I'm allowed to spoil it now. Yeah. Like, we got Tommy Tiernan for it. And, uh, like, we didn't... Ex- there was lots of stuff in it that we didn't expect that I was just emailing people and... And they just bought into it. Like. Hate and hope, like... Yeah. And, and, like, Tommy came on board and he was just... You know, he's, like, an integral part in the movie. <laughs> no, you know, he's, like... Uh, he, he makes a big difference in... in the character's life and stuff it's just yeah it was bizarre but um like never really took off further than yeah but i mean you look at um the likes of the rubber bandits um well we actually because we did live shows at the time as well and we we played with the rubber bandits a bunch of times did you yeah yeah yeah. jesus and the hardy box and oh yeah the hardy box hector o'hookagon and fucking loads of stuff and some serious characters yeah we played in like the Galway Comedy Festival and loads, loads of places. It was a very, very strange time in my life. How old were you then? Uh, uh, mid to late twenties, right there thereabouts. Yeah, you just uh, rode with the wave. This is it, but it was kind of fucking depressing as well because you know we were getting paid to do a lot of these gigs, where it was just myself and and Connor going up on stage with two microphones and a backing track. Yeah. And we were getting paid, and we were both playing metal. Like Connor used to play in uh, I don't Serum. I don't know if you remember that band. No, um, they were a trash metal band from Cork. But like you know, both of us kind of looking at each other, going, "We're going up here, doing really badly written, fucking <laughs> purposely badly yeah, yeah, written of course. rap music, and getting paid far more than we're ever going to get paid for fucking." And were people metal. turning up for it, like? Loads of people, yeah, yeah. We were the crowds yeah. were there. Yeah, yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah, it was it? very bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember one night we played down in 
some nightclub in Tralee. We played like Rag Week in okay. Cork. Sure, would have been. But um, yeah, busy. down in Tralee, we went down, and I was expecting there to be about seven people there, and it was fucking packed. <laughs> Jesus it Christ! Was, it was just bananas. Just weird. Weird days. It is, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a mad sight to you that I didn't, I certainly didn't know about and I just yeah. was on the floor dying laughing when I was watching it. Oh, yeah. like, my, my past life as a fucking rapper. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? But uh, Cork always throws up things like that, uh, you know, just oh, yeah. the quirky humour. Um, yeah. The lads um, from the north side. Young offenders. Young offenders. Yeah. There's a prime example of it again. Someone just spotting kind of a hole in the market for different type of comedy again. Yeah. But um, even the Cork Comedy Club has uh, that's been going on for years, man. It has, uh, and that's a been spot. a brilliant spot as well mm-hmm. for um, great nights out. It's had some huge names come through yeah. those doors as well, man. Yeah, uh, well, no, really. There's like if Brian, the fellow who runs that, is yeah, he's a genius when it comes to bookings. Like mm. he really is. I haven't been in there in a long time. I need to go back. Yeah, I was I was there last year. Um, Still the same, smell the same, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, no, I, I tell a lie. A couple of years ago, I was at a side trance event in there, if you'd believe that. What's a, what's a side trance? Sort of like a rave. Okay. Basically, yeah. Side trance. Side trance, yeah. Never heard of it. I've yeah, heard I've, of trance I've music, felt obviously. very out of place. Yeah. Yeah. You're shuffling around to kind of music. Is it full on? Oh, yeah. Oh, is yeah, it? Yeah. Okay. You're not it's shuffling. Like, yeah. Trans music, like, yeah, you know, yeah, Jesus. music to take drugs. Actually, um, Brutal Assault had um, a room with all that stuff on. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We came across it and uh, sat down for a while, and then went, no, no. Did you have some of the frozen beer? No, I didn't come oh, across that. Oh, come on, no. It's the highlight of the festival, man. No, never came across it. Okay, you got to. Are you Wonder going to get? Yeah, we're going to. Yeah, year. you need to go looking. It's like twenty-seven percent beer. Frozen, okay. cryogenically frozen, and then they give you tiny little glasses. They usually recommend that there's about 60 with this thing, and they tap it for you, and then just squeeze off a little bit, and you're supposed to sip it. But myself and Mark got one between us. <laughs> one between you? We were just like doing them like shots. Okay. And uh, oh, it was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That they didn't advertise that now, unless it's <laughs> for a fucking reason. I'd yeah, say, Jesus yeah. Christ. But um, yeah, it, like it's very, very nice. Mm, okay. Also, what are you doing? Where's your head at at the moment, um, creatively wise? Are you writing much music? Yeah, writing a ton of music. Okay, just finding a fucking home for it. To be honest, you were kind enough to give me some suits there. Mm. Uh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, how far down the line is that? We are close. We're going in now on Sunday, uh, it being Friday now. So in two days' time, we're going to just record some finishing touches. And, um, yeah, then we have uh, other people who I'm not at liberty to announce. Um, They're going to be doing some work on it, and then we'll be sending it off to be mastered. And uh, yeah, so we're probably realistically we're probably looking at a mid-summer release. Right. All going to plan. Okay, these things rarely do. Is Liam back in the country? Liam is not currently back in the country, okay. but he will be if he doesn't get eaten by cannibals or trampled yeah. by cows. Or okay, but he's still uh, contributing via email or yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been back and forth. Already. Okay, he'd be, he'd be in touch fairly often. Yeah, he's writing some great articles as well. He really is. Yeah, mm, yeah. shout out to Liam there. 
Yeah, I, I suppose it's an eye-opener when you're coming from, you know, uh, Cork scene, which is, I mean, like, it's... The Irish scene, we have it pretty easy, you know, whereas, like, in India, I'd imagine it's a lot more difficult to put on gigs and, you know... Mm. I'd imagine so. I honestly, I I know fuck all about it, but that's the yeah know, the impression I get. But I'd say it's uh, going over to that. It probably he'll come back with a newfound appreciation of yeah. relatively easy it is over here. You know. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um. What other bands are you working with? I am working with Ugnes. Ugnes. Ah. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, that's that's going well. Hoping to. Um, well, we're we're working on material at the moment, right? So, um, I, what kind of style is it? Is it doom? Uh, Black it dish? is. So, Ugnus uh, has been going since '96, right? Um, and it's Rob from Mel Marga's uh, from Mel Marga's band okay. before they were Mel Marga, right? And it kind of evolved into what we now know Mel Morga as being this right. sort of folk, folky metal, um, folky doom metal, we'll say. Uh, whereas this Ugna stuff is doom metal with sort of folky influences. Right. If if you know what I mean. That's fair enough. Yeah. It, yeah. So there's there's a bit of a difference there. Um, yeah, it's, it's great working with the lads. So I joined the band as a guitarist and... Uh, now I'm a drummer. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to getting stuff together now and hopefully get out gigging before, well, before the end of the year. Right, okay. Yeah, aiming for maybe autumn. We'll see. You came here with an exclusive. Yeah. Um, so, on October 2nd, right. in Cypress Avenue, um, I'm going to have Harry Carey for the sky. Right. Um, so they're uh, the Austrian post-black metal band, which are fantastic. Right, okay, class. Um, so, yeah, it's not announced. Consider this the announcement. Great um, stuff. And uh, support from uh, Gallic. Ah, deadly. So, okay. yeah, it's going to be good. It'll be good to see those lads on, on the stage in Cypress Avenue as Imagine, well. Imagine, yeah. Um, yeah, so. That's a, that's a nice one to have. You're getting a lot of support from Cypress Avenue. That's a nice relationship to have with them. Yeah. Well, it's taking work, you know. Obviously, yeah. There's, um, there's trust. You yeah. Know. Yeah. I That's mean, the first thing. you know, you look at, at, at like, their, what was the last gig you were at in Cypress Avenue? Uh, Steel Panther, man. Steel Panther, packed yeah. out. Jammed. You know, so, like, they're, they can book gigs themselves and, and pack out the place, and they're trusting me to... To bring in bands that they've never heard of, yeah. So, hopefully, uh, we get a good crowd and show them that it was worth, yeah. worth putting their faith in me. I suppose. Uh, oh yeah. That they're they would be right to continue to do so. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if you were there watching Rotten Christ blast out mm. and the reactions, the crowd, everything was fantastic there. You know, yeah. for that, yeah. I just lo- I was just looking around, going, Jesus, this is so nice to have. Yeah, right on our front doorstep, like. Yeah, and the sound. Ah, uh, the sound was incredible. delighting. The whole package yeah. was amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's great to have it on our front door. A purpose-built venue, you know. Yeah, and yeah. it's just that right size for. Is there a gig venue as well downstairs, or is that just rumors? Uh, it is. Yeah, it's a it's a small 
small one. So it's in if you're looking at the bar at the back, I suppose it's mm. it's into the left there behind the curtain. Okay. Uh, of the old oak. Winthrop Avenue, I think, isn't it? Right. Is that what it is? Winthrop is Street. Right. One, well, one of one or the other. It would be a smaller I suppose it's probably more suited to acoustic yeah. gigs, really. Mm. But um yeah, like I was talking to the owner about the possibility of maybe doing something there. So they would be open to that, but I don't think it's a... Well, I know that it's not a very big room. Yeah. Are we talking about Fred size? Mm, yeah, okay. yeah. There, thereabouts. Probably a lot brighter as well. Well, sure. Fred's is grand if you turn on the lights. That'd be bright too, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, I just think um, if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's they've done a bit of work to it and it looks really modern, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. So... I don't know who they're going to be marketing there for. It could be just uh, singer-songwriter nights as well. You don't could know. Could well be, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe DJs or, you know, it could just be a room that they're going to, you know, rent out for 21st and 40th. So for the rest of the, the months leading into Monolith, what's your plans? Um, leading in, well, hopefully, hopefully I'll have a couple of announcements, uh, for before that I'm working on stuff at the moment. Right. Um, and then of course. In relation to promotions, is it? Promotion gigs. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and then in September we have Amenra or. Yeah. That's um, a big one as well. Yeah. So that should be great with Perth alone and Round Kingdom. Yeah. Um, so really, really looking forward to that. That's their Irish debut and it's an exclusive their fucking incredible life. Yeah. If you miss that, I'll be worried about you. You know. <laughs> yeah, they're they're just incredible live. Like, do yourself a favor, look up videos of them playing live. Like, um, are you going to go on another, we'll say, run of promoting Monolith, um, closer to the time? Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Look, I, I just, I'm a firm believer that you can over promote as well. You know. Where to a point where people are just like, Jesus, would he ever shut up about it? Just give it a rest, you know. You don't want to be sticking it in people's faces. You have to have some faith that people are that you only have to tell them like once or twice, and then they'll go, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm I'm like you in that regard as well. But you kind of then go, did I do everything possible? Oh, I know that. You know? But you see, my my thinking is, you know, a bit of that where you're not shoving it in people's faces. But also, when you are putting it out there, it's you have to choose the right times to do that yeah. as well, you know. So I think there's, um, like right now, I think is too far in advance to be really pushing monolith. Yeah, yeah um, fair enough. And so, yeah, I think another couple of weeks, I'll probably give it a push and then sort of maybe... Six weeks to about two months mm. before it, give it another big push. Then, because I haven't really done too much promotion of it, I've just made the announcements. Yeah, you have. Yeah, so far and still and word this, has gotten out. You know, yeah, and and this. Sorry, yeah. don't mean to. No, belittle, no, you're good. No. Belittle your efforts. No. Uh, <laughs> Far from it. Um. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I we're we're on track. I I think I sort of over promoted the year before and. Uh, 2019 do you think yeah I think a little bit what about uh, merchandising have you even got that far down the line yet with it um, I artwork artwork um, yeah we've how uh, did the t-shirts uh, sell actually last year t-shirts went well actually yeah, yeah. Um, got it pretty much right okay 
Yeah, so I think there was about three T-shirts left over or something right, like that. Right, that's very good. Yeah, so yeah, I was happy enough with that. Cool. Um, still have them somewhere, actually. That would be... If any of your listeners would like like yeah. a monolith T-shirt, if yeah. I can find them, actually, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> um, Artwork for this year. Artwork for this year. I don't know. There's several options. There's, you know... Um, the artwork from last year was fantastic. It was, yeah. Um, yes, yes. So yeah, I was considering going back to Serpent Tusk, but then there there are just so many so many great options out yes. there. Um, and yeah, maybe I'll do two designs. I mm. don't know yet. Yeah. Okay. Again, the poster was very eye catching. Yeah, yeah. I think the it it was basic, but it you know like it wasn't sort of an overload oh. but it was straight to the point and yeah. and as you said i thought it was very eye-catching as well mm. that's yeah some the unsung hero mark o'grady who okay, uh, cool who does nice uh the vast majority of those posters he's yeah he, he um does amazing work yeah. doesn't do it for a living he just does it as a favor yeah really um yeah so he's just uh, seriously thankful for for mm. his his work and yeah. me absolutely pissing him off when he you know sends <laughs> a deadlines, poster on deadlines. no no not at all because uh-huh. Jesus Christ it's very funny Mark will like you get onto him and go oh, any chance you'd be able to uh, do this for me and he's like oh yeah I'm very busy it might might take a while and then within half an hour he's got a poster back to you Jesus like, Christ class it's a, he's a hero like. And I say to him, I, I, I'm pretty sure he thinks I'm joking. Like, I'd be sending him, like, gifts of, like, you're my hero <laughs> and stuff like that. I'm not lying, though. He is a mountain of a man. Yeah. Fists like hams. So the team you have assembled for this year, have you increased it? Um, In the process of. In the process yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. So the team that would be there from last year, I think, are all Should on board be all again. on board. That's yeah. good to hear. Um, Yeah. With an extra few bodies. With an extra few bodies, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people coming mm-hmm. in from flights as well. You know, you have a lot of bands coming in. Yeah, yeah, this is it. And, yeah, you have to take that into account. I won't personally be able to go and pick them up like I did last yeah. year. Just because there's too many of them. Yeah. I can't, simply can't do it. Yeah. And because it's a two-day festival, if there's mm-hmm. bands flying in on the Friday for the Saturday, I have to be there on the Friday you know, so I, I can't make that trip anymore. Mm. So um, it just means that everything has to sort of be be a bit better run, right? I guess. Yeah. And so I guess that's on me. Yeah, and, and uh, it, kind it of will be. accommodation wise as well. Are are most of those bands going to be based in the city? Or are they spread out? They'll be. Have based you in got the city? Have yeah. you got like accommodation book? Oh no, that's all. That's, that's all, all done already as well. So that's sorted on a, a band. Uh, to band basis you know right. so it's different okay. for every band yeah okay. some of them need accommodation some of them don't yeah that's what i was asking um yeah, yeah. uh so yeah um unfortunately the uh those eco yurts uh were booked this year around okay so or this this year around yeah so um couldn't do it because everybody who stayed down there came away from that just saying that was amazing yeah. I just loved it yeah. and that's why I booked it just because I'm sure a lot of those bands they, w- they would have been booked in hostels otherwise to be honest mm. you know Okay. so they are used to being put up in hostels or crashing on floors and stuff yeah. and, and to be able to go out into the wilderness and yes. have you know just all these things and a bath full 
there's like a bath full of ice and I made sure it was full of booze for nice. them. So it's, you know, yeah. it's just made all the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think. exactly. Oh, yeah, give us um, prices at the moment for Monolith. Um, what is the one day and what is the two day? So it the one day is 30, Friday is 35, right. I think. Okay. Uh, and the Saturday is sixty six euro sixty. Right. Okay. Um, because Satan. That's why. <laughs> and you. Um, and so a weekend ticket then is eighty. Eighty. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Which I think for oh, fucking nineteen bands, two days of music. Yes. You know. Um, Do the maths. Figure it out. <laughs> for twenty. Something, no less four four, four euros twenty is it for a band is something it? four ten for yeah. a band yeah mm. something for like the that. for that caliber yeah so cool um so yeah I like I think it's it's kind of a bargain I know it's it's eighty bucks you know so if you're just going alright I have to shell out eighty bucks for a ticket it doesn't sound like a lot but you are getting nineteen bands for it and like everyone that was there well I had one person last year who was giving out about shit but he was giving out before he even got in the door yeah and yeah look you're always going to come across these people um, oh yeah absolutely yeah so um, but every everybody else there was people walking out the door asking when tickets for next year were on sale that they yeah. buy them immediately you know so. and they can get them directly from uh, Eventbrite Eventbrite yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, yeah I, I looked into doing um uh, physical tickets for it because I put up a post asking would I people saw be that, interested yeah. in, and we got a huge reaction mm. out of people saying yeah absolutely I'd be and sure so I was like okay I get physical tickets done so yeah or you can order those from from <laughs> uh, emailing us directly and stuff not one physical ticket <laughs> gone <laughs> like plenty of tickets sold you know, yeah. for a monolith, but not one physical ticket. So yeah. it's like, all right, I guess we're not doing physical tickets. So yeah, it's funny. It is. Yeah, yeah it's some, something I don't understand. Mm. But uh, maybe just people are holding on to their cash until they get closer to the time. You know? Oh, that's usually the way it, it is. Yeah, it? but it's one day they're going to get a fine landing when they're just like, oh shit, it's sold out. It's 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 a funny thing in this country. People don't buy tickets. I'm guilty of it as well. To a degree. I'm going to Napalm Death next month. I still haven't bought a ticket for it. Yeah. I don't know why. I know, yeah. I yeah. can't I can't understand why. Yeah. Actually actually no, that's a lie. Um yeah, I might be working the day after, but I'm pretty sure I'm not working. Right. But still it's just that tiny chance that I might mm. be working. Again, circumstances. I mean, I know I had to pay nine hundred and seventy euros up front for accommodation for brutal assault. I think it was six of us. For four nights, yeah, that just fucking flad my credit card. Then. There's two or three other gigs coming up, and you're just going, I leave it to the last minute for that ticket. <laughs> uh, so, it's, it's an expensive hobby. It is being a metal fan. It is, yeah, it is. Fucking, um, my wife is constantly giving out about the amount of t-shirts I have. Oh, and records, fucking vinyl and t-shirts. I'd say I'd say if I never bought vinyl and or t-shirts in my life at gigs. I'd probably be a multi-millionaire at this point. I would be, yeah. I'd be alongside you in that Ferrari, man. <laughs> Wearing a Hawaiian shirt or something, yeah. you know. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it is mental, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's just the cross that us metalers have to bear. I have definitely cut down on my trips to Dublin. 
um, for but you have to as well man, for European um, bands coming in you know yeah um, it was a conscious effort because every time we hit Dublin, it was like 200, 250 euros for one night. It's you, fucking madness. Like. Is that simply a coincidence as well? Or is it got to do with that there are more bands playing Limerick and Cork now? No. Do you think that decision was easier of saying, fuck Dublin? No, because I, I don't think the bands that I liked were coming to Limerick still. Um, it's it's weird now because I wouldn't fucking go to see Steel Panther I wouldn't travel up to Dublin to see Steel Panther, put it that way. Mm. Nor would I travel to Dublin or Limerick to see the darkness. But they came to Cork, so I was there. Yeah. You know, yeah, simple yeah. as that. That's my yeah. logic now. Sure, it probably takes you as long to get to Cork as it would to get to fucking Limerick, I'd say. Does uh, no. no, it's no. only 30 minutes. Um, but crucially, it cost me 40 euros then to get home on a oh, cab. shit, yeah, you have to get a cab, do yeah. you? Yeah, see, that's 40 euros. Yeah. Put aside for that before I even drink. Whereas... Yeah. Up in Dublin, 60 quid gone before you see a band with sharing a hotel, we'll say. Yeah. Uh, 50 euros petrol, uh, 100 euros drinking money with yeah. food. Oh, it's fucking expensive, And fucking man. t-shirts then. That's a holiday. 30, like. 30 euros. Yeah. You need you need to have a couple of drinks when you're up there as well, just to soften oh, the fucking flow of actually Christ. making a trip up there, yeah. you know. So, for example, now I'm actually going to see Exodus... Um, Testament and Dead Angel. Yeah, should be a good one. So that's my one jaunt up to Dublin, I'd say, probably out of two. Yeah, but you're hitting three bars with one stone there. Oh, well, yeah. Like, and know. Gary Holt with Exodus as well. So, yeah. Enough fucking said. <laughs> you know, that was my first. I checked to see if he was playing. If he wasn't playing, I actually wouldn't have went. Been yeah. truthful. Yeah. You know? They played Gatum. Uh, he wasn't there. They're. Uh, they displayed some very diva-ish be- uh, behavior. Okay, right then. Um, they, well, so it was raining fairly heavily, and they, st- they just started having a go at everybody with ears, basically. Was this, this on stage or? No, this oh, was right. before they were due to go on, so they were just giving out, saying that they they weren't, because they, we were in the backstage area, so we heard all this. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah they were just they were just given out because it was raining so it wasn't you know <laughs> the lads who were running the festival it wasn't their fucking yeah, fault yeah of course you know so these lads just screaming at them because it was raining and they were, so the, the the stage manager were just it was just like okay so what what are you telling me are you saying that you're not going to play and they were just being like really like not answering it, basically. Yeah. And then later on, they were started. They were freaking out because the towels that they were given didn't smell like lavender. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Just proper diva behavior, and it was like I just lost any respect I had for any of them. I was just like, oh fuck those guys. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, I I have no time for that. Really. I don't think anybody would really. You know, we're too old for that shit anyway. You know, yeah, but people watching it like you know, just going lads, fucking hell. Yeah, you you get to go out there and play the music you love in front of people who love watching you play the music you love. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, just fucking shut up, like. Mm. And I can appreciate that sometimes it probably is a bit annoying if you're on tour constantly and you know shit doesn't go your way. But at the same time, giving out because the towels didn't smell like lavender. Fuck off! Yeah, and then going out on stage and just going metal, metal, check us out, metal, metal. <laughs> yeah, we're so metal. Fuck off, lavender toes. 
I'm going to be watching Exodus now and I'm just going to be looking up. I know, I've, I've fucked Exodus now yeah, for the you. The seed sorry. is there already. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> but look, um, you know, I suppose they've, they're up way higher rungs than others. Um, so I presume they, they have this fucking thing, you know, they can demand it. And probably yeah, get but, it, you know. You but see, I can understand as well. Just going fucking lavender towels. You know? I know, Look, but you d- got the towels. I think people. if you're higher up those at that ladder, you should be fucking even more thankful. And but look, that's yeah. me. And I'm. It's easy for me to say I'm not in that position. Yeah, I could turn into. I fucking am a massive dickhead, <laughs> but I could turn into a even bigger <laughs> dickhead. Um, given my ego might swell up to crazy crazy sizes and be given out the Jesus Christ like yeah. <laughs> you know so the, like I made a conscious decision in November 2018 I said right fuck that um, I'm not actively going to bands in Dublin that are European anymore and mm. I just stay local just get into as many bands as I can yeah, and yeah. it meant me going to gigs just driving up none of my mates going having a Heineken Zero in Cork mm. and then just getting to know people you know I'm looking at Limerick now as well just drive up to Limerick have a few Heineken zeros and drive home yeah you know yeah yeah that's, that's what I do now you know it's because uh, you're you're not doing an overnighter anymore you're yeah. not getting grief off the missus as well yeah. fuck's sake why are you up in it's Dublin it's not to say your wife would ever give you grief or um, something like that no she's probably very supportive very encouraging and with not, the podcast and not everything <laughs> not spending all my time editing and now getting into video side of things well. very supportive of course <laughs> but yeah um, and to know what it's been brilliant last year was brilliant mm. you, Dublin going to Dublin is, is stressful like, you it's know? a lot of work like in, so what would piss you off now like what stuff would piss you off I don't really get pissed off too much really yeah I get pissed off when people are two-faced. Um, yeah. You know, that's that's something. And when people just fucking skirt around issues, just say what you fucking mean. Like, mm. you know. Um, but aside from that, not not much. Yeah. Really. I mean... Um, oh, wait, are we talking about gigs now or just in general? No, no, <laughs> I'm on about... There's uh, loads of shit that pisses me off in yeah, general. Yeah, uh, not in general. No, I'm on about like kind of, we'd oh, yeah. say from a promoting... Yeah, things. I just skirting around the issue and fucking passive aggression and just, you know, um, yeah, sort of just two faced people fucking wrecks my head. Yeah, you know, like saying one thing to you and then going behind your back and saying a different okay. thing it fucking wrecks my head. Yeah, really does. It's just like at least ha- like at least have the balls to say it to the person's face you know yeah. I will I'll yeah, fucking yeah, happily yeah. say if I have mm. a problem to anyone mm. um, but yeah yeah because um, that was a good interview with uh, John Aird and him what's about, the second name it's real but it, okay. it's spelled real real, real. R-E-A-L but it's real John so real. Spanish <laughs> real John yeah um, he's a he's a Man United fan we'll say nothing okay yeah poor um, fella but yeah, I was just interested to hear what annoys him, you know, um, or what he expects of bands, especially running the siege, you know. Yeah. I suppose kind of with you and Monolith, what's coming through the doors there. Mm. Um, you've curated those yourself, so a lot of these bands shouldn't be problematic. No, and I I would, like there's been a couple of bands now that I wanted to book and then I thought better of it because they have... 
uh, we'll say history of being difficult to deal with, you know. Right. Um, so yeah, I've kind of avoided working. You know yourself, like there's you hear stories sort of immediately when you start booking bands like this. You right. know, you know who to avoid. Mm. Um, John is is the same, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, any any promoter who's booking that that level of bands is is the same. Yeah. That there's some bands who just. No, don't don't work with them because <laughs> they will just wreck your fucking head. Yeah. Okay, my man, we'll call a halt to it there. Um, listen, thanks a million for coming on the show. Uh, always thanks, great, always great having me. you on it. Yeah, it's just because I don't wear pants. <laughs> your boy, did you bring it up again? Fuck's sake, man! I don't know. In a bad reputation about that. <laughs> and um, Manlet, uh, we yeah. went through all the bands for you there, so. Uh, your next task is to check them out on YouTube, Bandcamp them. And, yeah, and um, uh, do check it out. I'm not on Spotify, but that's another thing that I need to do is just fucking get on Spotify. And make a... Uh, no, actually, I don't, because I don't want to. I'm yeah. not fucking doing that. Yeah. Someone else can do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> do look, do a know, playlist. We did a, we did a nice review of, of all the bands that are due on, so... Yeah. I, mean, geez. I might do a YouTube playlist, maybe, of, okay. of those bands and, and put it up. Yeah. Um, Spotify doesn't pay artists anything, so fuck yeah. those guys. Fucking hell. Um, so that's it. Um, it's cool that uh, there's some suits there coming our way as well. That's good news as well. And um, that's basically it. Con, really, is it? Mm-hmm. I would say so, yeah. And just keep an eye for further announcements um, in the Paranoid Beast. Yeah, Paranoid Beast promotions. promotions. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's gigs every month the paranoid pit gigs yeah. and there's also we got stone jesus in june that's right which actually. is uh which is a big gig that's, that's, that's in the crane lane right. yeah in the crane lane yeah. yeah so there's plenty of going on okay plenty plenty for everyone cool so support your local metal scene support the shit out of it yeah and thanks again to con for coming on over and out yeah.